Welcome everyone to the MyLink Deep Dive. I am Michael DeLulio. Thank you for coming along today. You know, an icebreaker that I'm guessing we've all been part of at times is talking about our first jobs. You know, oftentimes high school or even maybe before that, whether you scooped ice cream or uh, you worked at the batting cage. Um, but what we don't talk about as much, but I think is just as interesting, is our internships. And I know not everybody had one, but um, they're great stories and there was such great learning that I think each of us got from those intern experiences. You know, for many of us, they were a very powerful affirmation of the kind of work that we do want to get into for our career. Um, but for other people, and speaking for myself, maybe you learn or you get clarified what you definitely don't want to do work-wise for your career. I know uh, that was that was true for me. You know, here at Paychex, we actually have our own uh, growing internship program where we give college students an opportunity to get their first taste of the business world. And I want to dive into that today and kind of learn more about our internship program uh, with two guests. We have with us Ashley George, who's a diversity recruitment manager, and then Bree Scammon, who's an early talent HR area manager. So welcome to the show, both of you guys. Thanks, Michael. Thank you. Um, so let's just start with, I know you each kind of touch the program different ways. Um, Ashley, I'll start with you. Can you just talk about what's what's been your involvement with internships at Paychex? Yeah. Um, so I started at Paychex not too long ago, about two years and some change, um, really taking a diversity lens to our recruitment practices and all the things. And multi-generational talent is, is a big piece of that. So when we think about our early talent strategy, um, my involvement is more so uh, strategic, uh, really partnering with our business across the company to uh, engage and attract college students, uh, soon-to-be leaders, to our company, to our brand, uh, and hopefully offer them such a great experience that they think of us when it comes to that full-time career opportunity. And I definitely want to get into kind of what that transition or that that hopefully what the journey ends up being for them and what we'd like to see. But uh, Bree, how about yourself? What's been your involvement with interns here? Yeah, absolutely. So I've actually been with the company for 16 years in all facets of HR. Last year was my first time being part of the internship. And I am more the day-to-day. -day. I manage the day-to-day -day of the interns. I assist in, you know, learning programs, working through HR case studies, and really helping the interns develop not only from a professional side, but a personal side and determine what do they really want to do with their career? Sometimes it's, I don't want to be in HR or I don't want to work in the corporate world. And that's something that they really get to determine during this internship. You know, I guess what I would be interesting is kind of walk me through what a typical internship looks like. How does a student hear about us? Is there a usual, quote unquote, length of time that they last? What times of the year do they occur? Um, Ashley, maybe just walk us through. What what does that usually look like? Yeah, um, many things. Uh, so in terms of how students know about us and our opportunities, branding is a huge piece. Um, so we have identified through all of our main hubs or connection centers, as we like to call it, um, our priority colleges and universities, um, spaces that have provided us a large return in the past, but offer great potential for future talent based off of majors offered, the demographics of students and, and other factors. So uh, we attend career fairs. We 
host networking opportunities where we connect with students on resume building, interviewing best practices, all the things that support their development, but also places our brand as the forefront. Um, and then in terms of length, it, it really does look different, but um, uh, consistently we do offer 10-week-long programs for the fall, spring, and summer semesters or time periods. Um, our fall and spring internships typically run part-time, while our summer internships are more of a full-time, fully integrated experience. And Brie, I'll, I'll let you take on some of the logistics. Um, a day-to-day in the internship looks a little different. So we start every morning off with a kickoff call because we want to ensure everybody feels welcome. We want to ensure that everybody gets to know one another. And then they go into structured learning with our LDC partners, and then they have different projects that they have to work on on a weekly basis with one another. And then there's also shadowing opportunities that with HR professionals, at least on the HR side of things, um, just to continue upskilling themselves. What about, um, are there parts of the business at Paychex specifically that we tend to have a higher volume of intern opportunities? Um, or is it kind of hey, any part of paychecks, if there's a need, could be a candidate for this? Yeah, I, I'd say there are definitely some programs who have um, by far been consistent with our internship and co-op programs. Bree, I'm so happy that you're on this call because, because HR Services has definitely um, taken the lead in terms of best practices, getting students thoroughly engaged with our culture and who we are. Um, but we do have a, a lot of other consistent partners. Um, our folks in software engineering, um, sales, MMS, uh, NSS, and side sales. Uh, we've got folks in our benefits, absent management and safety team uh, doing a lot of great work. Um, and, you know, in terms of the offerings of these programs, definitely open to all, um, wherever you may see a need. Uh, in the past, we've worked with certain teams when the need arised, and we decided that we'd reevaluate for the following fiscal year. So we're open uh, to all of all of the businesses interested in it. And you, you mentioned something interesting. So what if you're a hiring manager, you're leading a team, what would make you, what should, what should trigger in your mind, hey, this is a good situation for an intern versus I need a full-time headcount or, or what, what are the triggers that say, hey, this is a good situation for an intern? Yeah, um, I'd say uh, in addition to what you mentioned, Michael, Rex headcount. That's always a big thing because we want to convert our interns, right? And we want to ensure that we have space for them. We're uh, really being proactive with our workforce planning uh, practices. Um, but another case in point, a lot of the times, is really just true passion. Uh, I've met a lot of folks in the business who are truly passionate about development, early careers, early talent, um, and and see a need, right? If if there's a project. That uh, or or a process that they find is a bit outdated and may need some early talent insights. Um, you know, just a new and innovative lens on how to do things that we do better. Um, a lot of the business uh, then determines, oh, this is a trigger for an internship. This is an opportunity to um, really just ensure that our processes fit future generations to come um, and ensures that we have a inclusive lens on, on how we do certain things. So I would agree with that. A lot of times we can sometimes be stuck in our ways and having our newer generations come in and work with the different departments and different 
hiring managers, it gives a different perspective and allows us to streamline more processes. But also the other part of it is if we're extending our interns and having them part of our day-to-day, it's easier for our intern to go through the final set of training and be hired right after the internship or after the extension instead of having to go through the entire program again. Yeah, and I would say you're, you're expanding my thinking for sure here because when I asked the question, the obvious things that popped into my head were, okay, well, you know, if there's seasonality to what we're doing and there's we know there's a short-term you know, need for for more help and or volume. But really, you're talking about it's not just about work volume or timing. It's perspective that could be fresh and different. And hey, we, we need an infusion of something different than we've had here. So I wouldn't have thought about that. Well, what about you talk about I think you actually you had said the word culture earlier. What do we do, do different or what do we do exactly the same when it comes to welcoming an intern into the company versus a new hire that's, you know, a full-time employee? I'd say many things. Um, You know, when interns first get on board, especially if they haven't had any corporate experience in the past, there's definitely a lot of hands-on. You want to be sure that this intern has the well-needed support uh, to uh, familiarize themselves with Outlook and WebEx and all of the platforms that we use. Uh, Something that we strongly recommend with all of our business partners is to make sure that your interns are assigned to a mentor. Uh, Similarly to what we do with our full-time employees, right? Um, Having that additive uh, person in in your onboarding experience that can answer those quick, maybe you consider embarrassing questions or, um, you know, giving you some context around just the team and how to navigate the team. So we try to push very hard mentorship and, and having that person assigned in addition to that that supervisor. Um, and then throughout the program, there are so many ways. Um, you know, company-wide events. Uh, are we engaging our students or our interns with our ERBGs? Um, let's add them into those WebEx chats. Let them see the conversation flow. Uh, engage with employees throughout the nation. Um, let's, you know, sign them up for an upcoming event hosted by the DEI team or um, sign them up for a VICO. Uh, you know, anything aligned with culture and values. Uh, connect them with one of our values champions. There's there's so many ways we try to make sure that um, interns not only get exposure to internal team culture, um, but connect with other folks who can connect them with um, just what it looks like day to day and and what the cultural experience looks like for others. Bree, anything you'd add to, to the culture conversation? Yeah. One thing that's really important when it, a new intern is coming in is that they're just not an intern. They are an employee of paychecks and they mm-hmm. are here for a reason. And by joining, you know, the ERBGs, we have fireside chats. We have them joining mystery coffee to meet anybody in the entire world at paychecks. So that way they can really build those relationships and feel comfortable here. Yeah. You've both kind of alluded to uh, what can happen, like internships come to an end. Um, and what does that look like for us and for the intern? What are the objectives for us and the, sort of the possible outcomes, I guess, when, when an internship ends? 
Yeah. Um, I'll touch on this from a high level. Uh, so in terms of post-internship experience, you'll find that many of the times interns are not graduating yet, right? You may bring on a junior who still has a year left in their program. So we, we try very hard to stay engaged and connected. Um, one of the ways would be through uh, extensions. So, um, you know, let's say you were a summer intern, you're working full time, and now the fall semester hits, you've got classes, all the things. Uh, we try to find ways to engage with you at least on a part-time basis, uh, whether it's working for your original team or seeing if we can connect you with a subsidiary, uh, another team within the business that aligns with your interests. Um, another way we like to stay engaged with students is through that that intern becoming that a uh, campus champion, as you'd have it. Uh, so, you know, just recently, shout out to one of our HR services interns, Sapir Levin Harby. Uh, we did a networking session with uh, students at a local university. Well, not local. We'll just scratch that. But at uh, at Rutgers University uh, to talk about, uh, you know, workplace dynamics, um, you know, paying attention to identities. If you're a minority student, how do you navigate, you know, the workplace post, uh, you know, school and education? So finding ways to really have that intern be our brand ambassador, um, you know, attend career fairs with us, speak on behalf of our internship experiences. And then lastly, conversion. Uh, that's that's always the all-time goal for us and the student, um, you know, finding ways to bring that intern on as a full-time employee. Yeah, and and Bree, I welcome you to add on to any of that, but in particular, even just from a, you know, kind of a logistical standpoint, what do we do to, uh, you know, celebrate the time they spent with us and sort of send them out back into the world uh, if they're not staying with paychecks even? Yeah, absolutely. So at the end of the internship, all the interns are expected to um, do a capstone project on some type of innovation process improvement. After all of those have been presented, we have a huge graduation ceremony. It's fun. We celebrate each intern's contribution, whether they're extending or not. Um, something that I've actually been doing is I'm staying in touch with all of our interns who were unable to extend due to going back to school, you know, that important thing. Um, so I'm keeping in touch because some of them want to come back after graduation in May. But then on the flip side, those who have been extended, I keep in touch with them on a daily basis to make sure they're doing okay. What do they need from me? And we want to meet our conversion percentage, which is 50% every internship. And right now we're at 200% conversion rate, which is amazing. Um, Phenomenal. So it's really about that (laughs) continuous communication. And as Ashley said, doing, going to Rutgers, going to Penn State, whether it's virtual or in person, just really keeping the branding going because these interns are going to be the word of mouth we need to continue growing our program. So I want to talk about if, you know, there's someone listening and they're they're a leader at Paychecks and maybe their team, there, there could be an appetite for an internship. Um, where can they go to either do they submit a request? How do they how do they learn more about this and kind of get their hands into it? I say go to your trustworthy HR for you site uh, because on there you'll find a tab under campus recruiting that will include all resources, FAQs, uh, 
all the works uh, in terms of how to best prepare for an internship. There will be a formal link to um, actually request an intern. Uh, we do intake calls. We connect with the business. We try to work as hands-on as possible to make sure you're as prepared as possible for this intern and hosting this experience. Um, but HR for You is your go-to space. And if you have any additional questions, I am always uh, email or call away. And HR for You is linked right on my link for anybody. So right on the internet homepage, easy to find. Um, what about uh, if there's just an, any employee, right? They want to kind of follow along with, you know, what's going on with our intern program. Maybe they can share content just to socialize it within their networks. Um, are there social handles they should be following or... There absolutely is. Uh, we uh, just recently launched our uh, Internships at Paychecks Instagram account. Uh, that will be sure to link for all listeners today. Um, very proud to say that our very own interns, supervised by Bree and our HR um, services uh, internship program, are actually curating the content. Uh, we, we thought it was best to have interns speak to potential interns um, and really leveraging their voice, their creativity to truly brand, um, but also demonstrate the experiences that they've had with us. Give it to me one more time. What was the handle? Absolutely. It's paychecks underscore internships. Perfect. And, and you know, I'd be remiss. Um, there might be employees who have a child who uh, could be interested in an internship. What does that look like? How can they maybe have their, their son or daughter apply? Yeah. Uh, so we definitely take referrals very seriously. We have so many current interns that have been referrals, whether a friend of, of a friend of a current employee or a current, um, you know, son, daughter of, of an employee. Um, what I'd recommend is that students follow the same process. We try to at least establish equity there. Um, but in terms of our interview process and phone screenings, we do highlight the the referral piece and, um, you know, have that as a resource for our hiring managers to consider. Excellent. Well, I want to thank you guys both for, for the great discussion. Um, internships are, they're, like I said at the top of the show, they're great memories for everybody, but they're also an exciting part of the business and just how we're bringing talent in and getting new ideas and uh, driving paychecks forward. So thank you guys for taking the time and uh, sharing all the knowledge, and we hope to catch everybody in the next episode. Thank you, Michael, and, and thanks, everyone. Thank you. This podcast is property of Paychecks Incorporated, 2023, all rights reserved.